1: give you a show like you have never, ever seen before. Why? Because I can.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. And as we're recording, it's a happy 316 day. I'm your host, Steve Fountas. And with me is... Eric Sanchez, how it going tonight, Eric? How was your three sixteen day? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah,
1: what'd you do? Well, I, Drink I got some Steve Weiser's. Oh no, I went to work. <laughs> <laughs> I got up at five o'clock in the morning to be at work at six. Get an early shift mm-hmm. in. All right. Yeah, it was cool. fun. Listen, I appreciate the, uh, the you coming on after a long day of work. Appreciate it. It's fine. I got a little nap in and uh, yeah, I'm good. Got about an hour nap. I'm wide awake until maybe 11 30, 12, and then I'll, you know, crash again. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like your uh, <laughs> Stone Cold shirt you're wearing. Yeah. Homage.
0: Hashtag homage. <laughs> uh, if you guys, speaking of that, I just posted that on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. That's where we find all the show information, all the other fun stuff. You can find all of our past shows for free. Your favorite podcast app, like Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. I think we're on Stitcher as well. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. Hit subscribe, and if you want to leave a review, that would be great too. I have a couple of reviews I want to read, and uh, we'll talk about those in a second, because it's pretty interesting. Awesome. Yeah, and then you can follow us on Instagram, ppw underscore podcast. A couple t-shirts on the whatamaneuver.net store if you want to support the show that way. Best way, as we always, as we say, is to tell a friend. Uh, last week, we were going to do the show, but I got delayed because my kid was sick, and now my wife is sick. It's just like colds and science infections like masks go off colds come back like that's kind of the way it goes around here but everyone's doing okay we're gonna do this week's show and it's 316 day and we're gonna talk about wrestlemania 11 naturally and we've got some thoughts on it and i'm sure you do too and i know a lot of people are excited to hear this because this is a infamous show for being uh famously bad and people a lot of people say it's the worst wrestlemania We'll talk about that, and if we agree or not, we will. That's our tease tease going forward.
1: Yeah, we did a WrestleMania worked, worked (laughs) ranked worst to best, I think back in July, and this one was my worst.
0: Yeah, I'll talk about it. It's not mine. Spoiler alert. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, But we also did a watch-along of the main event, while like worst WrestleMania main events, and this Uh is one of them. And, you know, that might hold up. So we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. So I mentioned reviews. So a couple of reviews came up on iTunes and these are older and one of them is a positive one. It says best wrestling podcast. You can tell these dudes love wrestling. They are lifers. Appreciate you guys. It's from Gregory. Hey, Greg, Thanks, Greg. that's awesome. Yes. Thanks. Greg. Here's another one. So this is a fair review. Wait, that's, Completely uh, that's all fair. he said.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I got another. review. I, I, I was hoping fair. there was more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a five star review. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, this one is from Boner Simpson.
1: Oh, I love Boners. I mean, Simpsons. sure. It's only three stars. Boner Simpson. Though.
0: Only three stars.
1: Three stars. Skip it. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> so here's the deal. I read it and
0: it's it's like, I'm like everything this guy says is fair. So fun and thoroughly. Okay. This is a fun and pleasant listen about mainly nineties wrestling. Okay. It's lighthearted. Generally lives up to the name positive. Correct. I can't necessarily call it compelling or must listen though, as it does little to provide a real laughs no laughs, come on, Jesus. <laughs> or in, or insight or analysis or any real substance. It's just a general. Remember this, remember that type of format, which is okay, but again, not must listen for some of the other podcasts out there. Overall, it's good though, at least when it comes out, which seems to be randomly. Nice enough way to kill an hour. That sounds like a four-star review to me, not a three-star review. Yeah, so a couple, I mean,
1: that, yeah, that's fair. I, we, we never said we're you know, experts at this.
0: So a couple things here. <laughs> One, the when it comes out, which is randomly, fair. Right? Fair. Like, See you next week. <laughs> that's that's just the tagline. That's yeah, the tagline. Right. <laughs> we're trying to do it going forward, like, end of the week, Thursday, Friday. Like, that's kind of the deal. The, uh, it just seems to be a remember this, remember that format. I mean, does this? That's the bit. Like, that's our whole look of the show <laughs> It's remember this remember Yeah. That. That's, hey, remember when this happened? And then we go off into stories about, you know, you putting a Kona Crush thing on someone or me stealing money out of my mom's wallet to go to a wrestling show. Sure. Like, that's that's yeah. the bit. So, but again, everything in that review is completely fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't criticize anything for it. No, nope. so I mean, that review, should be five-star. So you get the five-star. I star. mean, thanks, ba- based on
1: <laughs> all the factual uh, comments, that's... Yes. That's perfect.
0: It is. It is. So... Uh, anything you've been checking out wrestling wise, uh, purchasing or anything else fun recently? Well,
1: well since we saw the, what was it? Revolution at the, at AEW, the theater, yep. Yeah. So I.
0: At the movie. Yeah, that's right. We, we, you and our friend Pat went and saw AEW at the movie theater, uh, which was uh, a fun experience. Yeah. That was a
1: good experience. I liked it on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. Bring him some popcorn and I brought, yeah. I brought a box of Reese's, uh, pieces.
0: Oh yeah. Sneaking that in.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I've just been more interested in AEW since then because that was kind of like, a, okay, here's where we're at. Like, almost kind of forced me to, to yeah. get back into this stuff. And I kind of, well, I do want to go back and watch the MJFC and Punk stuff because leading up to that match, I I don't know, I just really wasn't watching a whole lot. I'd I'd read reviews or hear reviews about it. And so it's not like watching it for myself. Like, that's when... I make my own opinion about something. So I'm just kind Mm -hmm. of listening to others' opinions and reading stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. But, you know, I want to watch it. So hopefully I can find the time and just kind of go back, watch, you know, the last month and a half or whatever and skip to Mm -hmm. certain segments and whatever. But, yeah, so AEW, I've been kind of paying more attention to that, less attention to WWE's Raw, so I'll watch SmackDown. A little bit of NXT here and there. And I'm still just trying to keep my eye out for that Royal Rumble Yokozuna. And have, I've been, been looking for you. Yet.
0: I haven't seen them. A lot of biggies for sure. A lot of top picks, a lot of biggies out there. Yeah.
1: Well, the the Walmarts that I go to, I the Walmarts, the Targets that I've been going to just still have the, what are they, the Hall of Fame ones or the Legends? The legends. Yeah. Legends, so, yep. Like, I go in, I, I see the Jake and the Triple H and the Her. I'm like, golly. <laughs> I walk right yeah. back out. <laughs> walk right back out, but yeah
0: yeah i'm um the only thing so this was a surprise so you remember that ultimate edition amazon exclusive warrior yeah the wrestlemania 6 yeah i pre-ordered it a long time ago i never got the shipping notification mm-hmm. then a bunch of people were saying their orders are getting canceled i figured mine just got canceled it showed up this week <laughs>
1: so i yeah, got that's it good now. i've been seeing people posting it
0: yeah it's it's a i think it's the best ultimate i'm not I, that's my opinion I, and i just think everything about it's the best ultimate
1: yeah, that warrior is well. It's just the, the iconic look. I have, mm-hmm. I have the one I think from Summerslam. After that, against yeah, the Brood like a blue belt. I, yeah, yeah. I like that one, but you know, this is the one that I just I always think of when I think of the Warrior.
0: Definitely, definitely, and I've got it in the box. I'll probably keep it in there. And mm-hmm. my plan, for the most parts, to keep these Ultimates I'm getting in the box, and we'll see what we do going forward with them, but. Speaking of that, really quick, you're recording, right? Because I forgot to back up record on your end. You oh got yeah, it? I'm recording. Okay, just check it. We're, we always got to check it. We're, here. Like we're seven professional. <laughs> we're professional. But yeah, but that's the one. And then I pre-ordered from Big Bad Toy Store the Hogan and Mr. T Ultimates, just because one they don't charge you until it ships, mm-hmm. so that was nice not to have to pay for it right away. Yeah. But I, I grabbed that one as well. Oh, well, that's good. Nothing great. else. Nothing else too crazy. Uh, I, I'm really trying to. I say this. I've been saying this for a while. I'm really trying to like narrow down. What I want to collect and keep and be specific and, and all that too. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep keep it simple. Oh, not... I did buy. I haven't it hasn't shipped yet. I wonder if it's going to show up. So uh, Shop Impact had a 20 DVDs for 20 dollars sale. Mm-hmm. I just grab. It's random ones. I'm like hell yeah. I'll pick those up. We'll see. You, yeah. Know, you know, Yeah, if, those are if, fun. Comes in 20, 20 for 20. My thought was <clears throat> if I was at like a Goodwill and there was 20 of them for a dollar each. I definitely would have bought them all. So,
1: yeah. Why wouldn't? So sure? Why not?
0: What, so I, what, I, what I would I I was
1: the. Uh... I would burn DVDs. You know, I'd I'd rent them from Netflix, sure. or Blockbuster. You know, through the mail. And I, I had a bunch of like burned uh, Impact or TNA stuff and mm-hmm. Best of Jeff Jarrett and you know that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean they're fun watches. It's it's wrestling. No, I've got no a handful. Names.
0: I've got a handful of them. Like I've got the best of uh, like X Division and the bloodiest brawls. I like random wrestling to pop it every once in a while. Yeah. Obviously, we talk. As Boner Patrol said, mainly uh, ninety, <laughs> <Boner laughs> nineties wrestling. Mainly mainly nineties wrestling is what we keep our eye on. You
1: here. know what else I love? I mean, you talk about the random things, but um, I I still like the streaming. I know you love the the hard yeah. copies of stuff, but just putting on Pluto and the Impact Channel, just like a yeah. random like, <laughs> just like a random like Impact from like you know twenty eighteen. I'm like, oh okay, this is cool. Or the best part about view.
0: about like Pluto and stuff is the commercials aren't pre programmed they just randomly will pop in. Yeah. During a thing, which is kind of funny sometimes. I think Pluto has Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Yeah, they do. And I was watching that. <laughs> and so the best part about Pluto and those things is they have all these shows on it but they're uncensored. So you know, like you watch Hell's Kitchen or whatever. When it, when it was on Fox, it's bleep, bleep, bleep. And same with Rock of Love. Yeah. And this is, again, off topic, but whatever. And for those who don't remember, Rock of Love was a mid-2000s show where Brett Michaels tried to find love with a bunch of girls who did the sluttiest things possible to be his girlfriend. And there was one episode where the girl's parents came. Uh-huh. And there's a super awkward moment at the end where Brett Michaels is talking... To one girl with her dad. And this other girl comes up saying, tell him how many times you sucked his dick. And the girl's <laughs> dad is like right there. I'm like, this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was losing it. And there's no censored. So it's just amazing. So if you want a dumb background show while you're working, like when I was watching it a few months ago, Rock a Love on Pluto. Check it out. That's
1: awesome. Highly recommend it. So watch it, Eric. You know, you know that dad it. wasn't surprised, though.
0: It was just, but reality is scripted, right? But this was just awkward. It was just hilarious because it's uncensored. It's like, you sucked his dick. It's like, Brett Michaels with this stupid bandana covering his bald head. It's just amazing. Oh, man. Those piercing blue eyes, though. Come on, man. Listen, I saw Brett Michaels once open yeah. for Motley Crue. And you sucked his dick. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't help it. No, I was on the lawn. I didn't have good seats. Oh. But... The Brett Michaels show was hilarious because he had a, a drop screen down. You know, normally bands have screens come and they play, mm-hmm. like, uh, hair metal music plays, like, you know, girls or, like, uh, partying or whatever. Yeah. The Brett Michaels show was just a slideshow of Brett Michaels pictures while he plays. <laughs> it was so weird. He loves himself. <laughs> he, he, those piercing blue eyes, for sure. That's right. I'm trying to think of a transition to piercing blue eyes to WrestleMania <clears throat> 11, but I don't think I can. Uh, this one was the purple WrestleMania is the note I have. WrestleMania 11, the purple WrestleMania. Okay. I don't, I I don't know of any
1: other purple one.
0: Exactly. It's the purple purple WrestleMania. Okay. So WrestleMania 11, and we're going to get into it right now. took place April 2nd, 1995 from the Hartford Civic Center, uh, drew sixteen thousand three hundred five had a buy rate of not great in nineteen I guess in although in ninety five it was pretty good of three hundred and forty thousand the highest buy rate of in nineteen ninety five although the year before WrestleMania did four hundred and twenty thousand so quite the drop off even with all the hype of adding all these celebrities to it. Um what is your in ninety five, how old are you in high are you in um, I'm like a, a freshman in high school? No I'm a junior. Junior, okay. So I'm I'm in grade school still. I'm in fifth grade, I think, fourth grade, something like that. Okay. Um and this was again in ninety five I was really into wrestling. Like, and this was also the time when pretty much no one was watching wrestling, except for me and my one friend and, and I went to school with. And he had the black box, so he was kind of my hookup mm-hmm. for the pay-per-views. And he gave this to me a couple of days later. He gave me the encore presentation. Which was hosted by Roddy Roddy Piper. That's online. You can find that if you guys are looking for it. Were you watching at this time? Did you watch this pay-per-view? Was it an order? When did you first see it? Normal questions.
1: Um, jeez. <clears throat> I was probably kind of in and out of watching it. I was familiar with what was going on, but I wasn't like like privy to like all the specifics of what was going on.
0: Did you do you remember when you first saw the show? This not first really. did, was it a rental? Probably a rental from yeah, the video it had to store. Have been a rental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, cause I all... still
1: liked it. Like, if it was not not that I like this WrestleMania, but I still liked wrestling. So whatever would come out, it wasn't mm-hmm. like a, it, it wasn't like must see for me. It mm-hmm. was still, you know, I got I I have to see it at some point. It just wasn't like I had to see it then and there and pay for it and go to a friend's house have a party. Let's have a WrestleMania. Let's watch this. This is. I'm looking forward to the Allied Alliance taking on the the Blue Brothers and sure. So it, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I would watch it. I was I the, the first show off of is... the Allied Powers, not the Allied Alliance. <laughs> they're the Allied. Powers. Oh, not the Allied Alliance. <laughs> no,
0: against the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Axis. All
0: right. So, big picture th- thought here. Mm-hmm. I watched this show, and I've seen this show before. It, it was a rewatchable mania for me. I don't know why it's bad, but it gets way too much shit. I think it's not offensive. It's not. Terror. it's not it's not, super long.
1: it's not super long no it's not which which is what i liked about the rewatch i'm like okay i i, I got uh, i think an hour and a half into the first one I'm like mm-hmm. all right well i'll save the there's rest.
0: seven matches on it you know yeah the celebrities on the show which we're gonna talk about except for pamela anderson are all having a blast nicholas totoro was having the time of his <laughs> he life he was the NFL All-Stars, time of their life. JTT had a little skit with Bob Backman. We'll get to him, too. Jenny McCarthy looked like she was having a blast. It, I, I this, this is not that bad. To me, WrestleMania Four was way harder of a watch to get through.
1: I actually liked these celebrities more than WrestleMania Ten celebrities.
0: You like this better than Burt Reynolds? Yeah. And Ronda Shear. Okay. Yeah. And Cy uh, Sperling <laughs> that guy did an infomercial, and they paid him yeah. to show up at the thing. Because at this
1: time, like Pam anderson, I mean, this is all their. This is like when P- Playboy was kind of becoming mainstream. And yeah. They had like their centerfold videos on VHS, and Pam Anderson and Jenny McCarthy were like the two hottest blondes from Playboy. And I mm-hmm. think she was on a, a dating show on MTV. I forget the name of it. Singled so, out. Yeah, singled out. Um, yeah, it, it's like okay.
0: I think Jenny McCarthy was my first crush of like, oh my God, she's hot. Yeah. Like the first crush is like Miss Elizabeth or but, Elizabeth but, Shue. But first sexual crush. Yeah, definitely was, was Jenny McCarthy. Not like an, an adoring crush. Right. Like Elizabeth Shue or Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. <laughs> something like something wholesome, you know? Yeah.
1: Mine was, uh, well, my little one was Boof from uh, Boof! from, from, te- Teen, from Wolf? Teen Wolf. Oh, I love Boof. She's so cute <laughs> and adorable it. and sweet. Shut up. Out- Shout out for the boof reference tonight, <laughs> and uh, Carmen Electra, you know, came along like a little bit right after these girls. Like my buddy uh-huh. loved Pam Anderson, and I yeah. think by by association, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of like her too, but not as much as he did. So when Carmen Electra came along, I'm like, oh, smokes, this is mine. <laughs> All right, this is yours. We'll we'll get into Pam and
0: Jenny in a little bit as as the show goes on here. I did watch a copy that had the countdown pre show on it as mm. well. Uh, before the show started, they have Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon's on this show. He's kind of in the Lord L role. He's outside locker rooms waiting to creep in on interviews of people. But, uh, and then the show gets started, and they announce the celebrities. Lawrence Taylor, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Jenny McCarthy, Pamela Anderson, Nicholas Totoro from NYPD Blue, and Salt and Peppa. What How a much man, you think- what a
1: man, what a mighty good man. How Mind much you think?
0: Exactly, which is that song, "LT is a mighty good
1: man." Bam, bam, you're gonna
0: get slammed. That is edited off every version except if you have the original one because apparently they didn't want to pay for Salt and pepper,
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't either in 2022, but okay, I still remember it. So just watching it on the pe- on the Peacock, yeah, you know, I was still like, okay, that's where they sang it.
0: Yeah, there's like an awkward cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you think these guys got paid? These celebrities, like, how much did Jonathan Taylor Thomas get paid for showing up to WrestleMania? Do
1: you think? In ninety five, I don't know, man. He was he was a big star on uh, Home Improvement. Are we talking like a hundred grand, maybe. Well, maybe, maybe some backroom. You know, there's got to be some complimentary stuff, some autographs. Yeah, what <laughs> well, complimentary Like M- meet, here, the, here, meet meet the wrestlers. Here's uh, a shitty football with an LT on oh, it. Oh <laughs> man, give it to Al and Tim. A little after parties, hitting up some somas and <laughs> some beers. He was thirteen. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's Hollywood. He's, Nicholas
0: he's, to, Nicholas Totoro probably did it for free. <laughs> he's like,
1: I can go to Mania. I'm in. I'm oh in. man, Brucey, what a guy! Did
0: Did you watch NYPD Blue? No, really, <laughs> I did.
1: No, I was a, that was too uh, adult for me. Like,
0: it definitely I, was, I, I, and I watched I, it. Be, I watched it because he was on this Mania. Okay, so I was <laughs> I th- in. I thought
1: you watched it because that one guy's um, bared his butt, and it was like the big old. <gasps> oh my god, a, a <laughs> bare butt what? on network TV! <laughs> what time out? Real What What are you yeah, talking NYPD about? NYPD Blue. The, uh, there was a butt? Yeah, what's that? Uh, the main guy, the white guy. Kind of gross looking. <laughs> Let me look into this for you. i, I got to get the, act, the actor's name. <laughs> he was the main actor. Okay. Oh, Andy I... Sipowitz. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big bombshell, like back in the day, you know, with uh, primetime television and uh, the censors and all that. He showed his butt. <laughs> Just can't stop I can't laughing. believe I didn't know this. <laughs> I must have watched
0: after or yeah. after it happened. Oh my god! Yeah, Stephen
1: Steven, Steven Botchkos, NYPD brought nudity to mainstream.
0: Okay, and it was on ABC.
1: <laughs> it was
0: okay. Anyway, and then Pam, Pam probably got paid the most. You'd have to imagine. Oh, she was a big you, star oh, at the yeah. time. yeah.
1: She looked. She couldn't look any less interested. No, <laughs> in what was going on. Not.
0: we'll She's get like, into it. My her.
1: God, where am I? We
0: we will get into that as we go. But
1: Jenny, man, she she looked like she was all in. She's had yes, the time of yes. her life. I, I right. love Jenny McCarthy. All
0: right, but dog ear that thought, and we will talk about it. Got it. Um, the show starts off, and Vince is laid on his cue <laughs> for the announcing of the singer of "God Bless America," which is a Special Olympian. It's just like the music starting events is like a special Olympian. Well, God America. Like goes right to it kind of awkwardly. She does a really good job. And uh, she did. I think America, the beautiful WrestleMania, is a great tradition, mm-hmm. and I hope they never change it. It's 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 really, really cool. Yeah. Uh then we have the first match the Allied powers, Lex Luger, British Bulldog, taking on Jacob and Eli Blue with his uncle Zebekiah or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what I, you, when I when I started you were pumped about this match huh? I was.
1: So here's here's the deal. Um here's the deal. I started this thing. I'm like, all right, this is nineteen ninety five wrestling. This is right back kind of similar to my wheelhouse of early nineties, late eighties, you know, my fandom yeah. and all this kind of stuff. I know who these guys are let me just go in with an open mind. It's not the worst WrestleMania right now. I'm going to watch it and and, and form a better opinion. Maybe I'm just open minded. I like, maybe I'm just influenced by the the main event, the the terrible uh, backland and and Bret Hart match. Like Mm -hmm. all of that later stuff, just like kind of soured my, just my opinion on it so i'm going into this i'm like oh this is a pretty good match i like i like the team of how they're kind of matching in the red white and blues from you know the uk and and america and you know i, I like these guys They've got some good moves They're both kind of you know they complement each other pretty well and mm-hmm. the, the the blue brothers not the blues brothers the blue brothers i, I thought I, I thought it was a good match like, I, I look at reviews and stuff like that. This got, like, a half star, one and a half star. I'm like, man, I'd give this at least two, two and a half. It,
0: it was short. It was, again, not offensive. The I had a note that Luger and Bulldog are kind of like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens tagging. Like, two guys that were kind of like main event, IC, <clears> and then world title picture. We don't have much to do, so here's a little crappy match for you for six minutes and 34 seconds. The LA Powers get the win, I always hated the Blue Brothers. I hated the Harris twin, hated them all. Mm-hmm. Always did. Yeah. Never liked them. And they they keep doing a stupid bit like Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon are on the call about, "Oh, we can't tell which one is which" and all that. Like, okay, like we get it, they're twins, whatever. <laughs> and then throughout the show, this is the first time we see him Jim Ross is doing post-match interviews in the aisle mm-hmm. wearing headphones he got from Walmart or something cause this show is full of audio problems as well. This is another little fun thing Yeah. where he's like, Hey, what'd you think of Jim Ross? Like, what'd you think after he'd been fired after (laughs) 93, they brought him back to be a little, not, not to do color or play by play for the show. No, go walk in the aisle and awkwardly interview people. And he didn't get one good quote the entire night. No. So this poor guy, uh, there's also what another thing I noticed is because Lawrence Taylor is here, the football star Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. There's so many photographers around ringside.
1: Yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, it
0: makes it seem more leg- more legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing. I mean, there's a few parts where Shawn Michaels is not happy in the main in the semi-main event <laughs> uh-huh. with them in the way. But I wonder how many of those photographers knew what the deal was. Like they they knew it was wrestling, but did they have to go through the entire show? where they had a local paper and their editors, like the sports guy's like, hey. Yeah, why not? I want to go
1: kill two and a half hours. The, and, and, I'm in
0: Secaucus. Get... I'm working for the, <laughs> the Bugle, and I got to go cover LT. So yeah, he's got to go. It's a
1: fun two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, but they got to watch. Like, oh, I got to watch this fake bullshit. <laughs> They're all pissed off. They got a deadline to make. It's a Sunday night to meet the morning papers. But
1: they were out there all night, so good for them. Well, I, I imagine it differently. It was like, oh, who likes wrestling? And these guys volunteered. They're like, oh, I love wrestling. <laughs> okay. I like it. The positive spin. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so they're like, so they got a free show. They, they're getting awesome pictures. They're there. They're getting the
0: credits. But this is also the film. It's not digital. They got to be very selective on the shots they're taking. No, they know? don't.
1: No? No. They, they There's brought, no budget? They, they brought all their rolls of film. They're just snapping <laughs> yeah. away 20 pictures. Of the, and then you just pick the best ones.
0: Okay. I mean, I guess I didn't know you were a professional photographer. I didn't know that's how they
1: work. That's how they work.
0: (laughs) Then we go backstage. Nicholas Totoro is trying to interview people. He's having audio problems. It's not working. It's just, again, this is a theme throughout the show where Nicholas Totoro is the backstage, you know, man-on-the-scene correspondent, and he wants to do a good job. He's auditioning for a job, it seems like. He he thinks he's going to get written off NYPD
1: blue because he didn't want to show his ass. I think every time I see Nick Totoro, like, he has so much, like, excitement about him yeah like he like he 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 wants to be there he whatever it is he wants to be there he even says hey vince maybe a job for me yeah, right <laughs> yeah why not
0: <laughs> get,
1: get rid of todd <laughs> 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 takes
0: no. and goes down. or they Or no, they fired jr again
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry pal you understand <laughs> mainstream Oh my god. And next up, another match, Razor Ramon, Skypoint to the bad guy, uh takes on double J Jeff Jarrett. I don't think we should do a eulogy of Razor Ramon, Scott Hall in this show. I think we should do a Scott Hall show coming up. Yeah. Because uh, right now everyone's gonna be doing that and there's as Boner Patrol said, this is not a deep analysis show. <laughs> but there's there's places Do uh, you for, think Boner to go Patrol's gonna listen to this? I mean we could we... Again, we gave him props for his yeah, I know for his stuff. So thanks, man. Right, but yeah, but anyway, Razor Ramon versus Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship.
1: Like most Razor- people, I don't, I don't know how you feel about Jeff Jarrett today. I actually like him now. Okay. I kind of liked him a little. I started liking him a little bit more in the TNA stuff, but then I felt like he's the booker. He's putting him in the top spot. So that part I didn't like about him. Um. But I I did not like him at all. Like in WWF, I thought I'm like this guy sucks. Like and he he did his job. Like that's what he's supposed to do, I guess you know. But I really like this match. I liked
0: j e w f j a w r e w t That was my favorite Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. when he came back with the don't piss me off guitar, and he was with China, and then he was back and forth. With WCW, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. But this original run where he's wearing like the like the <laughs> the R O H streamer like shirt yeah. type thing, right? I like that, Jeff Jarrett. Um, th- this match was good. I think Jarrett and Scott All-Razor Ramon he's a good chemistry. So what ends up happening is the roadie tries to interfere, the road dog, and one, two, three, kick comes to help him out, and mm-hmm. there's a big schmaz. Razor wins by DQ. Why the hell didn't Razor Ramon win the title here?
1: I can't tell you that.
0: Jarrett holds on to it until an in-your-house in- pay-per-view where Shawn Michaels beats him for it. Really? Like, I, yeah. Oh, actually, actually, I take that back. They do a house show swap where Razor beats him for the title in a ladder match. And then the next night or two nights later, Jarrett wins it back mm-hmm. on two house shows things. But on TV, he's the champion the entire time. So it didn't make any sense yeah. to me. But this match, it's WrestleMania. Razor's over. He's so cool comes out doing the, the walk you know he's the bad guy the crowd loves him there's no reason he should no have went no reason won
1: whatsoever and here's the thing middle of the match i thought it was really good so i i just kind of got lost i just always i don't in my mind razor ramon's always internet intercontinental champion during this period yeah. right so I, I forgot Jarrett was the champion i'm watching this match um everything is dq um e- eagle fang One two three kid comes out. You got eagle fan karate. Yeah, (laughs) the the roadies out here. It's just a big old like hodgepodge of just whatever ding dongs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The bells are the uh, the bell rings and Jared's walking out with the champ. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, oh, he was the champion, (laughs) so the DQ you know keeps the title. So I just forgot that what was going on with this match because it's it's kind of like my first time watching it again. When do you think the last time you watched sat down and watched
0: WrestleMania 11 was? Uh, like honestly like, like from
1: beginning to end yeah probably when i watched that vhs <laughs> <laughs> like 96 <laughs> yeah probably because I, I have watched matches here and there i've seen parts of undertaker king kong bundy because yeah. that's actually like for me like like an earlier like good match because the, the mm-hmm. match with uh snooker was pretty bad jake the snake was okay just because i like jake but all his earlier matches are pretty bad but for some reason i felt like king kong Bundy was like the first threat Mm-hmm. And size-wise, well, Igate was kind of garbage, but, well, he was garbage. We'll we'll talk about King Kong Bunny in a second
0: mm-hmm. uh, because, like, yeah, Razor wins, but by DQ because the next match is Taker Bundy. But before that, we go backstage with Nicholas Totoro. He's interviewing Jenny McCarthy, and the creeps from the Million Dollar Team are trying to hit on her. It's very awkward. Yeah. Like She's the only girl in this locker room with a bunch of guys, but she's a good sport about it. She's having fun with it she's super bubbly and she's happy and again if you were a kid in the 90s and had cable you watched singled out you watched mtv spring break you know and she was the playboy model and all that stuff. she's from around here too she is and so uh,
1: i i'm a fan so between the two like i really like jenny mccarthy i didn't i didn't have like jaw dropping i thought she was smoking hot i just thought she was super cool like i would yeah i would hang out with her and just have a good laugh you know if Things happen. I'm sure things she appreciates happens. that. But, I, you know, I'm just saying. It's, it's, if something it's, happens, well, you you'll know, let it happen. You know. But, uh, yeah, I just thought she was, like, so cool and fun. and <laughs> mm-hmm. Here she was so, again.
0: There she was. So, again, so far, we've got a couple celebrities. Very good. Very good so far. Uh, not the show, but the celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, The Undertaker versus King Kong Bundy. And there's a point in this match, and there's not much to say about this match because it's just another notch in the belt the Undertaker streak as it comes to be. Uh, King Kong Bundy was just a, a a giant right to take him on because he's, he's a beast of a man, but he's kind of stocky. So compared to the Undertaker, Undertaker looks almost more imposing than King Kong Bundy. I don't I mean, know what your thoughts taller. are. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But so King Kong Bundy, uh, I always think of this. So, on the network and on Peacock, it's on still. It's called like Kevin Nash, Too Sweet, the Kevin Nash story or whatever. And they show some backstage footage of when Nash won the title from Backlund at the house show Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of walking backstage and they've got like this crew. And for some reason in the locker room, the only one in there is King Kong Bundy. He must have just had a match earlier because he's sitting there with his singlet off. Don't it, like, it, no, like boots on. Uh-huh. Just like in his underwear. He's like, brother. Congratulations, man. Sits up. It looks like this big, fat baby and like a black diaper <laughs> congratulating Diesel. And, you know, I'm sure he wasn't expecting a camera crew to come in there. He's changing. Yeah. And he's got to like kayfabe real quick. I'm like, hey, great job, brother. Congratulations. It was just a big, ridiculous. Big, fat baby. <laughs> watch it. Go watch it. It's amazing. Uh, this match also has the, the oversized comical, comically big urn. Oh, looks my like, goodness. This was
1: gigantic. <laughs>
0: Well, it's it, you've got to go, you guys got to see it. It's the, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. It's bigger than it's not a flower vase. It's not an urn. It's just this. It,
1: I couldn't even think of a way to describe it. It's huge. I guess it would be an urn for you know someone who's like seven hundred pounds.
0: That's a lot of ashes. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's an urn for like a family of
0: twelve. It's <laughs> huge. But eventually, Kama steals it mm-hmm. and he's running away with it. And Jr. I, I we said that he didn't have a good interview, but he does right here. He says, what are you doing with that urn? And Kama's like, I'm going to melt it down to a necklace. And then he does do that. And that's a like, story that's, line that's the storyline. That's not
1: summer. yours. He's <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jr. Kama,
0: with his white t-shirt, uh-huh. und- like he's going to a water park. <laughs> <laughs> you know those guys, yeah, the fat guys that wear white t-shirts at water parks. They don't take it off. No, exactly. So, yes, he's, he's going to make an urn. Undertaker ends up winning, but then post match, he's he's pissed at Paul Bear for losing the year. like, "Dude, you got one job. What the where? Where the hell is it?" Mm-hmm. So again, it's nothing. Nothing to. Right, really, it's definitely not Undertaker's worst WrestleMania match.
1: No, and and I remember at the time when King Kong Bundy came back, I'm like, "This guy," because you know I, I was thinking like, "This is Bundy from like '88," mm-hmm. and I know. It, being, uh, you know, where we're at in 2022, something five years ago isn't that big of a deal. Something even 10 years ago is not that big of a deal because of our ages. So I'm like, yeah. and back then it was like, I don't know, six, seven years. I'm like, oh, this guy, he's so washed up and old. He's so ancient. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. But going back, I'm like, all right, he wasn't that bad.
0: Well, he was in the main event of WrestleMania two, which was the last WrestleMania before they figured out how to turn lights on at yeah. WWF shows. Uh-huh. So it was like the dingy, like uh, spotlight type show. So that's no. nine
1: years. Yeah. yeah
0: so, I mean, he'd been around. He was with the million dollar team. Mm-hmm. He was there. King Kong Bundy was never a fan, but he was on Married with Children that one time. I remember
1: that. Yeah, he was. I remember his intro to like the, the Titan Tron where he's just like this big giant guy, like eating houses and crying, like like Godzilla. Yeah.
0: Uh, in Bobby Heenan's book, he's got a line about how he would mess with, uh, King Kong Bundy, where he said, he's like, I was on a plane one time and King Kong Bundy was next to me. And he goes, I thought he was asleep. (laughs) And the stewardess came up and asked to take our drink orders. And I go, I'll have a, he's like, I asked for like a vodka on the rocks. And she goes, does he want anything? And he goes, yeah, he'll have a bucket of fish. (laughs) And he goes, he must've heard me because he slept on me the entire time, the rest of the flight. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Just just amazing. Bobby Eden's book, he's got a couple out there, but one of them is just like him telling funny stories Mm -hmm. where like this one time he said he'd be in the air he was at the airport and he's like our flight got delayed. He's like, So we we had nothing to do for like nine hours. He's like, so I went to the shoe shine station and stole the shoe polish and put all the shoe polish on the uh phone the pay phone ears <laughs> yeah and he goes that i would sit at the turbo just watch everyone walk by with black shoe polish on their ear not knowing to entertain myself so, well and, he's, uh, he well he sounds like a real fun guy and then the other thing he told the story about was the, the andre the giant thing one time where he was traveling with andre on the plane because we were in first class he was and andre got to had two seats he goes i was sitting in the aisle across from him and Andre was trying to get the seatbelt across and he's like pulling on it and jacking with it or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the stewardess comes and takes the drink orders, taking um, drink orders and she goes, can I get you anything, sir? And Andre goes, screwdriver. So she comes back with an actual screwdriver and Andre, because Andre wanted a vodka orange Uh, juice. And and then Andre looks at her and goes, what would you have brought me if I asked for a bloody Mary? (laughs) (laughs) Which is just funny story. Because she, she thought he was trying to fix the seat. Yeah. So she probably an actual like tool. But yeah. anyway, Bobby Heenan's book. I got it behind me. What's it called? So you guys want to know? Um where is it? It's just called Bobby the Brain. Go go find it. It's great stuff. Anyway, where are we? Oh yeah. So Taker Wins. And we we're talking about <laughs> bucket of fish, King Kong
1: Bundy. <laughs> there we go. King Kong with the fish. Yes. Laying all over Bobby Heenan. And what do you say when you talk about King Kong Bundy, like just laying? Uh, like leaning but he's really laying on him yeah um it just brought like right <clears throat> right back i went to a cubs milwaukee uh, brewers game and it was me my sister and her husband we, we got three seats so we, you know you find your seats whatever you sit down and the rows because you kind of get there at a certain time like before uh, yeah before the first pitch all that kind of stuff so there's a little empty seats here and there's like two empty seats next to me i'm like all right well i'll scoot over one give some space between my, and my sister and, and joe and you know whatever we're um watching the game maybe like second or third inning like these two behemoths <laughs> a, a man and his wife come and they're just, they're big they're like king kong bundy <laughs> and i'm like oh man i'm like i hope they don't sit next to me because i'm i'm not a big guy but you know for those seats like it it fits me just right like i'm not yeah. overflowing on it i still have my arms you know are <laughs> not overflowing no you know what i mean like some big, I do, big I guys do. are too too big i mean to i'm fit a tall a skinny <clears throat> guy so
0: i never have that issue
1: but go ahead and so i'm like all right well i'm comfortable and he con- he has a sad look on his face like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm like oh no and and I'm not making this up. They they walk up and they have food. It's like burgers, fries, pretzels, like big giant drinks. And yeah, you know, that's that's what they wanted. So I'm like, oh my God. So he's got all this stuff and he's like he's big. And he he's he seriously like looked at me, and said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he had to sit next to me, but I didn't want to give up the armrest because I'm like, I was there first, right? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like he I mean he was taller than me too. So he like sits down in his his side tit is like on my <laughs> on my arm and his arm he's like he, and i felt bad for him because he's like yeah. a giant guy in this little seat
0: but you felt so bad you're talking shit about him on a no podcast it's a just later, it
1: just my, it just brought back the memory of i can i can i can sympathize with bobby heenan yeah <laughs> king kong bunny like leaning on it because he's so big yeah. and like I don't know. Like he, the the guy Well the that,
0: other thing is is Wrigley Field's an old stadium. No, so the no, seats I, are small. No, I, was at Mil- right?
1: I was at uh Brewer whatever Brewer. Oh stadium. you're Milwaukee. Yeah, okay, okay, Wrigley Park. Yeah.
0: Wrigley wouldn't have had a you wouldn't have had a chance. You he no. wouldn't have been <laughs> no.
1: So maybe like third or fourth inning, like he got up and they never came back. I think they just got up to go, you know, watch the game from like um Sure the Pavilion where they got the open like um table and the bench seats and bar stool seats and stuff so like he
0: that. just came to make you uncomfortable for a
1: little bit then leave. yeah yeah he i you felt the heat and the warmth of him and, and the wetness <laughs> and it, was, it was just the wetness yeah and i didn't i just you know i i fought it like i didn't want to give up the armrest. <laughs>
0: you can't do a fist fight over the armrest no L- local jackass arrested <laughs> oh man we go backstage and nicholas totoro is outside pamela anderson's locker room she is missing and then she go? Mon- I don't know. Mongo McNutt Michael, Steve Mongo McMichael, and the rest of the NFL All-Stars show up. Uh, Mongo calls Kama a baby doll. Uh, the NFL stars, they all got little promos talking mm-hmm. shit about the million dollar corporation. They're fun. Yeah. They're into it.
1: And they all got their their uh their like opponent, like their little rivalry.
0: Yeah, they got t shirts with LT and all that. I wonder how they pick these wrestlers. Do they like, hey LT, call your friends, or do they put out like a... A memo to the NFL. How do they pick these guys? I'm curious to get to get in there. You know, Reggie White, like, Michael.
1: Is LT still alive?
0: Yeah, he's doing a signing in Chicago this week. I might get his autograph.
1: Well, you should ask him. Say, hey, I got a podcast. We're talking about WrestleMania 11. We got a big, big question for you. He's like, man,
0: first time, <laughs> last time, only time. I don't want to answer any questions about that anymore.
1: He's <laughs> like, but that's all you're known for. <laughs> that's all you're known for. <laughs> well, you're a wrestling guy. That's, that's... Super Bowl champ, NFL all of Fame. Right? No, no, no. You're a wrestling guy. That's what you know him from. No, I do I know him from Tecmo Super Bowl too. No, I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can say that. I'm just saying. Okay. You know, put it out there. Like, put him down a little bit. Get him down to my level. <laughs> no, not your level. Just bring him uh, down a notch.
0: And then uh, Nick <clears throat> Totoro keeps wandering the back halls. Oh, goes into a room and sees. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Bob Backlund playing chess. Yeah. JTT checkmates Bob. Then Bob asks him weird trivia questions. And it's just, it's awkward. It's like crazy Bob Backlund character. I feel like just should have been better. It should have been more entertaining. It 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 just wasn't.
1: Bob Backlund was answering questions to answers that weren't asked. Yeah. And then he's just like, "Eh, that's what's wrong with this generation. I'm like, what? They beat you at chess? (laughs) What, What are you talking about? Yeah, it was... I don't know, and like I
0: watched this Bob Backlund thing. I think people look back with a little bit fondness on him, this no character. Way. And I don't know why. It's no, not great. No. It's not, but at least he's got a cool blue bathrobe he stole from the hotel, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. we, but we do have some greatness coming up because we have the tag team championship next. Owen Hart and a mystery partner versus the Smoking Guns. Smoking Guns, are the champions here. Owen's mystery partner. Who is it? The guy that beat his brother. Yokozuna. And he's twice as big. He is massive. He's got Mr. Fuji. He's got Jim Cornette with him. They take on the smoking guns. These are the shitty version of the smoking guns. This is like before they had Sonny. So I was not a fan of these smoking guns.
1: So when I, me- I met Billy Gunn and he's... Gigantic. I mean, everybody. Yeah, kind he has said that now. Yeah. And when he's coming out with Bark Gun, I'm like, God damn, Bark Gun's bigger than him. <laughs> I'm like this right. guy's got to be. You know, that's why he won the brawl for all. I know, but out. yeah, the brawl for all was was something else. But you know, when it, when I see him, like kind of, you know, other people, I I don't know how big they are, so yeah, I, I, it's hard to tell. Like, oh, is he like six five or whatever? But seeing him next to Billy, I'm like, that's like a good barometer for me because I know how big mm-hmm. Billy is. So I'm like, this guy is. Man. When did you meet Billy Gunn? Um I'm trying to think it was some You're like
0: GNC fitness or no, something. No, no no, or something? no, no. It
1: was it was a it was like um some type of signing? Yeah, some type of signing. I don't know if it was World of Wheels or some auto show thing. Whatever, he was there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Yoko, you mentioned how big he is. He's still flopping around. He flies out of the ring a few times. Yeah, he Owen's does. playing Owen's playing the coward part. When Owen and Yoko win, Owen is so happy that they win the tag titles. And to me, this match sucks, but the ending makes it worth watching just because of how happy Owen is. So you can fast forward for the beginning and the ending. It's nine minutes, probably could have been like four minutes, but Yoko and Owen, new tag champs, you can't go wrong with that.
1: I just love the, the dynamic of it. It's similar to um, like the Hart Foundation. You got your big brawler guy, your, your you know, your big guy, and you got your technical guy mm-hmm. and the speed and all that stuff. And I, I thought they were a good tag team.
0: They were. They were. And poor Yoko got too big for his own good. And yeah, of course, we all know what happened there. Uh, backstage, we have uh, Todd Pettengill with the Bammers, Bam Bam Bigelow. They kind of go over how he got here with Lawrence Taylor. And him, of course, Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam had a confrontation at the Royal Rumble uh-huh. where Bam Bam pushed Lawrence. You're <laughs> yawning. Th- you're yawning talking about it, about the We're Royal like, oh, Rumble. This is
1: putting me to sleep already.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I could do my Bammers impression for you.
1: Yeah, you know, Lawrence Taylor,
0: you think you're better than me? Well, this time I'm going to push back. And then they show the that uh,
1: uh, But that, was, that was a full-on two palms to the chest and knocked him on his ass.
0: Well, then they show the workout, and Lawrence Taylor freaking throws a forearm, and Bam Bam's like, "No, no, uh, he came after me. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, whatever the hell that means." Yeah. And he kind of blends in in this purple background with his like blue and orange uh, singlet he's got on. Mm-hmm. So, a good rim. <laughs> All right, we go up to our next match here, which everyone says is probably Bret Hart's worst match.
1: Yeah, I, did, I Bret- didn't like it.
0: Bret Hart versus Bob Backlund, I quit match.
1: I wanted to like it. I mean, I got Piper coming out. I'm like, all right. Piper all is the right, special Piper. ref. Yeah,
0: and he's got a he's got a Piper T-shirt with a Tasmanian devil on the back. A shirt I wanted as a kid because I was Looney Tunes was like a thing to have like a Taz shirt or it a was. Marvin the Martian. It was a thing,
1: mm-hmm. especially but, for the, the 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 thugs. Was it? Yeah, you had your, like your Bugs Bunny and like a bandana, like in the old cross yeah. arms, I mean, like. I don't think like
0: N.W.A. was wearing Bugs Bunny shirts. I could be wrong, or Dr. Dre. Or there were people in like Compton that. wearing them though, with their Raiders hats. Okay, if you say so, you would know more than I would. Yeah, you're, you're, I was old. Hip- I was older.
1: you with the streets. <laughs> I watched MTV raps.
0: All right, so when Brett comes out, he's so over the crowd loves him. I'm thinking like, why the hell is he not in the main event scene? Why is he fucking wrestling Bob Backlund?
1: Yeah. Why did ba- why did Backlund even come back?
0: I don't know, because he was the champion for Vince Senior and for a long time and, and all and that. And everybody bailed. They went to WCW. <laughs> they like, I call, call Backland. I heard he's
1: available. <laughs>
0: Backland. Yeah, and the other thing that's awkward about this is Piper's carrying a mic around the entire time with a wire on it. So he's kind of like a little bit strong or uh, tied down to what he can do, literally, because of the wire. And he keeps, like every move, it'd be like a, it would be a submission. Just be like, "What do you say? What do you
1: say?" Yeah,
0: and then get out of and, get out of the way, Piper. Let this go for about five minutes. And Brett's trying really hard here to make this something, but it's just them rolling around awkwardly the whole match, like mm-hmm. on the mat. It's an amateur wrestling style, but not. It's also it's almost kind of funny how bad it was. You know, really. it's almost like a. It, it, it bordered very, very close on Fun Bad. Like, very, very close. So, like,
1: White Castle of Fear Bad?
0: Mm, no, that's a different kind of bad. Oh, okay. Like, I, it's only nine minutes, right? It but felt I like think... an hour.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hate this match. A couple things, though. As bad as this match is, mm-hmm. and as bored as the crowd is, the second Brett reverses the cross face chicken wing, the crowd pops. Yeah. They're up because they love Brett so much. And then when Brett wins, they pop it. However, you're supposed to say, I quit.
1: Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. And he's like, yeah, yeah. What do you say, Bob? Yeah. Okay, ring the bell.
0: (laughs) You got to say, I quit. (laughs) I think I think Backlund was trying to oversell it, saying he couldn't breathe. He was in so much pain or something. Oh, okay. That's why he was able to say,
1: yeah. Or was he just grunting?
0: I don't know. This match sucks. All the ass. Oh, man. <laughs> but. PPW. But, you know, again, it, it's borderline fun bad, so I'm not going to completely bury it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think it's a match everyone has to watch. Like, you have to watch a great wrestler's worst match, I think, to understand how. Yeah, good you're they right. Are. You're right. This is. You know?
1: This would be the worst one.
0: So you got to watch it, but it's not anything that's. Again, I see this word, it's not offensive to me how bad this was because it's absurd. And it's under ten minutes. Yeah. The absurdity but it feels like an hour. The absurdity it does. of Piper. What do you say? He's screaming at him. And, this match matches the fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hated it. <laughs> He's all pissed off in this interview. You go do you think Brett like left the arena immediately after this? Do you think he tried oh, to get like one of the girls, like Jenny McCarthy or Salt and Pepper to come? Because remember in the beginning, Salt and Pepper were hanging out with Brett yeah. with like his shirt off and a leather jacket he's mm-hmm. it's like yeah you know I think Peppa's coming back to my room I gotta wait for her to ride sorry Martha <laughs> no Martha was it Martha's wife's name
1: I don't remember that, No, Martha's Owen's wife's,
0: heart, name. Owen, Owen's wife's oh, name his okay. wife's name is Julie
1: alright sorry Julie
0: <laughs> <laughs> Julie no Julie, he, was, he was in the road man Brett Hart's book is him talking about how great he is how much everyone else sucks and how many times he cheated on his wife
1: oh but, so that's fair then
0: yeah That's why I said the joke. Okay. Now we are here with, uh, also, we forgot about this in post-match, our friend Jim Ross out in the aisle again asking Bob, hey, Bob, what the hell happened? And and Bob's like, did you see that? He's looking up in the sky Uh of the arena. It it didn't make any sense. He went into business for himself here or something. I don't know what happened.
1: (laughs) What did he say? Did you see the light or something? Yeah, he's just saying, did you see that? Yeah, you almost died. That's what happened. (laughs) You were choked out. Yeah, he's like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. I can't, like, that's got to be such a crappy feeling for Brett to go backstage and be like,
1: oh, what the fuck was this <laughs> fucking garbage? I suck ass on this pay-per-view. He's <laughs> like, oh, it's 95. Where am I going?
0: Yeah, he's, it's going to be, a, it's, what's after this? Like, what, the, what the hell
1: is, <laughs> where's my career going?
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, he doesn't, he fights Isaac Yankum at SummerSlam yeah. <laughs> coming up. You know, Yeah, it's,
1: this and his Jerry Lawler. Yeah, this is a bad year for him.
0: Yeah, poor Brett. Although he does win the title in Survivor Series, in the Survivor Series, so with a great match with Kevin Nash, Diesel. So
1: at least he's got that going for him. Mm-hmm. To look forward to. Speaking uh, of Diesel, yeah, this is kind of the time where I started to like Diesel. He became like more charismatic instead of like the, the fist you know, punching his palm with the leather gloves and the, yeah. the mullet and the flat top and the big shades. Like I didn't like that guy. Okay. I I like this cool little bit more laid back. He's got the longer hair. He's just just more loose. Like, he's just more cool.
0: I was, I think, running on diesel power.
1: Oh, yeah, everybody was. Uh, uh.
0: Because I was told to run on diesel power by WWF. Oh, okay.
1: I was told to run on diesel power.
0: Before this match starts, we are backstage, and Nick says, Nicholas Totoro, Pam is gone. We got some changes to the main event is what he says. And Todd's with Diesel with a bad microphone. They have to switch a microphone out to one they got at Radio Shack. And eventually, Diesel cuts a promo. He kind of messes it up. But the crowd does cheer him on, despite his little mess-up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're into it. Uh, then we have our Now we have our celebrities for the not-the-main event, which should have been the main event. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is in a tuxedo. He's the guest timekeeper. The ring announcer, Nick, Nicholas Totoro, who's, again, so happy to be here. Just so happy. And our for outcome first is Jenny McCarthy with Shawn Michaels and uh, Jerry Lawler's like, see, I know what happened to Pamela Anderson. She got dumped for Jenny McCarthy, blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, to me, I'm like, I get it. Good good call, Sean. But we'll talk about why that's weird in a second. And then we have Diesel coming out with Pamela Anderson. You mentioned uh, could not look less interested. The second she comes out of that, like, tunnel and she's like oh my god what the fuck did i get myself
1: into but what i Tuple, noticed about the, the entrance i don't know if anybody everybody else but diesel gets the whole uh you know the glass breaking sure like, like just because sh- comes come straight down i'm like well if she's gonna come out on high heels you know how are they gonna avoid mm-hmm. you know all that busted glass but anyway yeah pam, is... pam comes out she starts looking around like I, do i know anybody here <laughs> <laughs> where's tommy <laughs> where's tommy this is a
0: weird yeah angle they tried to show because it implies that Pam is better than Jenny no way. which there was no reason to imply that and at the end they all join with diesel anyway mm-hmm. so what was the damn point it just proves I guess that Jenny only cares about the winners it makes her look like kind of the worst but she's not like, she's, she's a fun. gold we talked digger about it.
1: she ain't no gold digger
0: no I don't think so no I mean I don't really know what she's up to now I mean, no, she, I'm just I know I'm
1: just saying that they kind of ju- how you said like oh she'll just go with you know whoever wins this match that's not yeah. fair. Yeah.
0: So the match... And by the way, uh, Sean Michaels She with the has, winner,
1: though. I mean, I, I don't blame her. You get it.
0: You get it. Sean so Shawn Shawn Michaels p- is is with Sid, by the way, who's mm-hmm. his new bodyguard. Uh, match starts off, and Sean is back, body dropped, over the top rope. And my God, does he get high in the air. I think you thought the cameramen were going to catch him, uh-huh. but they just parted like the damn Red Sea and let him fall flat in his ass right in the floor there. And this match... It, this is not Diesel's best match he's had in the WWF. I think his matches with Bret Hart were better. And, of course, they had a in-your-house, good friends, better enemies match, mm-hmm. and better a uh, good friends, better enemies, no-holds-barred match, which was better. But this was pretty damn entertaining. Shawn flies all over the place. Yeah, Diesel works hard. It, it was good. You know, Sid in the outside gives a little bit of a, a
1: wild card factor. I, I liked it a lot. I didn't. Really? Yeah, I, I was thinking about this because somebody was talking about... Uh might have been on uh, maybe TikTok. They were talking about Shawn Michaels. And one of the whoever posted it was saying that they don't like Shawn Michaels. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I guess the only Shawn Michaels version of him that I like was the DX version. And and not the later one. The one with Rude. Yeah. Triple H, China. Like, the, I liked him then. I didn't like him as HBK. I didn't really like him. He didn't really have much as a rocker. And even after the, your damn mind, and after his retirement, like he didn't, um, I couldn't. I don't know. I just didn't like him. <laughs> I I couldn't get into him. I can acknowledge like he has good matches, but it's he's not for me. And I didn't think there was much chemistry between him and Diesel. Okay, well, where we go, uh, there's a part
0: near the end when the referee jumps to keep Sid away
1: mm-hmm.
0: from interfering, but the camera misses it. So they have the announcers have to say over and over again that the ref hurt his ankle.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And Shawn Michaels hits Diesel with the super kick, right? And eventually Sid picks up Earl Hebner by his belt and throws him in the ring. <laughs> yeah. There's a one, two, and Diesel does a hard kick out, and the crowd boos at that hard kick out. Did you notice that? No. Okay, so they booed, and in Shawn Michaels' book. He talks about how Vince wanted Diesel to hard kick out of Sean's finisher to make him look strong. And Diesel and Sean were arguing. It's like, no, it's going to make me look bad because I'm much bigger than him. Well, he this wanted him to kick out at, at,
1: right after one, didn't he?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is a bad idea, bad idea. And of course, when the booze happened, they were right. And watching this match, it made me realize oh, I get why Hogan only one to face massive giants or guys just as big as him Mm -hmm. because it's really hard to be a good guy and get people to cheer from you when you're beating up somebody smaller (laughs) than you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Beating up someone like half your size.
0: Literally. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not literally, he's not, you know, four and a half feet tall, but he's pretty small compared to diesel. Mm -hmm. Uh, when Diesel does eventually hit the jackknife, which is kind of a jacked-up jackknife because <laughs> Sean kind of takes it awkwardly, uh, the crowd is happy. Took it on his butt. Ha- Yeah. The crowd's happy that Diesel wins and is it's still the WWF champion. Yeah. And again, the celebrities come in, Pam, Jenny, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Nicholas Totoro, Pyro's going off, and it's uh, Jenny has kind of an awkward time leaving the ring because of her dress. Maybe she wasn't wearing underwear. I don't know.
1: Either way. Yeah, I like how Diesel goes to the actual, like, court like to the edge of the instead of the middle of the ropes to like spread it open for her so she could like yeah. dip down. He goes to the to the corner to where you can hardly like open it and he's like, here you go baby. Yeah he get wants through to get this. a peek. <laughs> Look, hey you want to come back
0: to the room we have some fucking Pinot shit. Me and Scott are driving. We got a van. <laughs> where are you going? We gotta go to Poughkeepsie tomorrow night. You wanna hit the hit the road with us. It's only four and a half hours. Got some somas and she's like sure and then she ends up going home with Jonathan Taylor Thomas because he's richer than them.
1: Damn. He's, he, just a... he's hitting Somas and <laughs> hot Playboy models. That JTT, man, he was all over the place.
0: He, he was team. Lion
1: King. He was in Home Improvement. <laughs> Teen Beat. Remember those magazines? Oh, well, I remember. He was all over them. Did you watch Home Improvement? I loved Home Improvement. H-O. I, I still watch it. Arr, arr, arr. Arr, arr, arr.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Arr. Yes. And then we go backstage. Uh, Todd Pettengill is with Sean and Sid, and Sean talks about wanting a rematch. All this stuff. It's a pretty good promo by Sean. Pretty passionate. I, I love think, Sid's promo. promos. Just him sort of screaming. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's so fun.
0: He's something. Softball extraordinary. He's something. <laughs> uh, and then again, we mentioned this earlier because unless you have an original version of this, it's cut off the salt and pepper performance of Bam Bam. You're gonna get slammed. What a man, what a man. LT is a mighty good man. WrestleMania. That's basically the song, so I did it for you. But there's an awkward cut, and it goes right to the main event. And it's first the million-dollar team gets introduced. And I will never not laugh at Nikolai Volkov coming out. Poor <laughs> it <guy>. is poor <laughs> It is singlet with the set signs on it. <laughs> it's not even a singlet. It's like a oversized tight T-shirt. Yeah. You know? I'll never not laugh at that. It's just hilarious. How down on your luck? <laughs> <laughs> that was the storyline, man. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Poor Nick. It was Eli. real
0: life. It was real life. Well, you could work for me, but you're going to wear this. <laughs> oh, my work. God.
1: I'm the million-dollar man. You're the scent man.
0: Oh, my God. So, yeah, he's got the million-dollar team versus the NFL. Lawrence Taylor's all-pro team. And basically, we've talked about this match before. So go back in the archives, listen to the match for for a live breakdown of it. So there's a few things that stand out to me of this match. One is how winded Lawrence Taylor gets and how fast he gets winded. And two, watching it as an adult, you can see how Bam Bam literally is carrying LT and hand-holding him through the entire match. Yeah. But as a kid, I thought, man, LT looks great. Like, he looks like a wrestler. He could do this full-time type of thing
1: yeah a lot of but those a... lot of those forearms and those three point stances like watching it again, I'll be like all right, I'll give him some credit here he's 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 out there he's he's doing this he trained you know mm-hmm. whatever he did for training he's he's i don't know he was invited, he's got his friends here all right yeah you know I'll, I'll give him a chance on it, but i mean still it, it's not great, but you know, mm-hmm. i I could see why it's the main event,
0: really, yeah I can see why this is the main event over the title, yeah, you just hate diesel or you just hate Sean? But he gets the main event next year, so it's okay. Yeah, and the other thing is that's fun about this main event is because the All Stars are so into it, mm-hmm. the NFL All Pro team, they're like itching to do some type of like, yeah, I want to do the wrestling move things on those guys over there. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: to talk on King Kong Bundy and and the Scent Man, Nikolai Volkov, and all them. It it was fun to watch, but. <sighs> Is it the worst main event in WrestleMania history? Is it worse than Brett Yoko? Yeah. Really? Yeah. i is... trying to think, what would be worse than this one for main events? Undertaker, Roman Reigns is pretty terrible because Undertaker could barely move. WrestleMania 33. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is pretty Hogan bad. Bundy? Hogan Bundy in the cage?
1: At least those are two wrestlers. But, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, at the time, like, Wrestle, what is it, 86? yeah. Yeah, I mean that was that was kind of what wrestling was. 86. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you fast forward ninety five and <laughs> I, I mean two thousand. But, but Bam Bam's not like a main event guy.
0: Well, here's the deal. I could see why they picked him because to the mainstream press that was covering this, he
1: was a big nasty looking
0: guy. Yeah, he's got tattoos on his head. Missing he looks teeth. Like, yeah, exactly. Ashbury Park, New Jersey. Like he looks scary. Uh-huh. He looks like a wrestler. Yeah. He can only be a wrestler type of thing. He looks, you know, intimidating. So I could see why they would do that, you know. Uh, but LT, of course, ends up winning with like a clothesline off the second rope. One, two, three. Poor Bam Bam loses. Gets rewarded, though, with the main event spot at uh, King of the Ring 95. So I guess he's got that going for him. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it, it kind of, I kind of left a sour taste in my mouth with this. I, I think they should have done Diesel Sean as the main event.
1: They should have ended with Ramon and uh, Jarrett. And, and, <laughs> no,
0: should end it with the Allied Powers versus Jacob and Eli Blue.
1: Hell yeah! All right. No, but, but uh, yeah, the celebrities uh, in '95—that's I mean, what you have to lean on. You know, not that uh, you know Diesel and Sean you know, couldn't you know tear the house down. But do you still think this is the worst WrestleMania you've ever seen of, of all time? It's hard. Um. Let me look at what I put. As it's
0: harder to get to get through than two or one.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I, th- you know, I, I think you can almost I,
0: give one a pass because they're figuring it out. You know, by this time they're eleven years and they should know how to put out a resume. They should. <laughs> but, worse than but nine? Is this, I, is this better? Is I, this one better or worse than nine?
1: I have eleven as as my worst. Eleven, then nine.
0: Okay. I think nine's worse than this one.
1: But but at the same
0: time though, there's worse pay per views than mm-hmm. this. But I, I don't know, I'm just the weird kid that likes bad wrestling. So yeah. I don't hate this. I,
1: I like the um, the Roman theme of nine.
0: <laughs> sure. And it's got it's got Bobby Heenan too, so that's yeah. also a plus. And macho
1: man. So, so I think of, of all the different elements, not just the wrestling matches, not just the outcomes, yeah, but the spectacle, the whole, whole shabam, shabang, shabam, being in Hartford doesn't help. No, it doesn't. what? Well, well, come on. Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, this is still the worst one, I think. Well, so that being said, what's your grade? What are you giving it? I give it a C minus. Okay.
0: So then what's WrestleMania 9? Like a C? C plus. (laughs) C plus? Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm going to give this uh, a solid C. Yeah. I think the celebrity enthusiasm by Nicholas Totoro bumps it up a half point for me. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, there's other, I have a a bunch of, for some reason I have a a DVD someone gave me of like a bunch of post WrestleMania 11 stuff. And one of them is the press conference. Yeah. Where there's legitimate press there asking LT, He's like, all right, LT, like, come on, this was fake bullshit, right? He's like, I don't know what you want to say. It's like, but everything I threw was real. Go back and watch the tape. <laughs> he's like, watch the tape, watch it slow down. It's um, it's hard hitting stuff. So, see, I, that I, was I funny. think that
1: what makes this bad for me is the first half of was entertaining to me. It was fun. It was it was wrestling. It was. There's I don't purple. Know, I don't care about the purple. I'm just saying, like. The, the surprise of Yokozuna coming out. Uh, the whole spectacle of Kama and the Million Dollar Team getting the urn back. They had it when yeah. they started. Paul Bear got it back. Then, you know, Kama... I mean, it's, just, it's just a lot going on. And then yeah. it just kind of hits just like a screeching halt for it, like the Bret Hart and the Backland and Diesel and Sean kind of picked it up a little bit more and then LT and Bam Bam was just kind of... Eh, and I don't know. I, not that the first half would have been better as closing the shows. I just felt like the closer should have been better. Okay. To keep the momentum going because, I mean, you're kind of building up and then it's just like, bam, middle of the show, it's like, falls off the cliff.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm going to add a new thing here that I stole from another podcast. What's that? Uh, There's a podcast on the Ringer Network called The Rewatchables. It's about old movies, just rewatchable movies. And there's a category on there called, what would you take from the movie? Like, what item? So you could take anything from this show. You could take a ring skirt. You could take someone's gear. You could take a merch item. Anything you want. What would you take from WrestleMania 11? That big urn. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even hesitate.
1: The big urn. Yeah. I would take
0: the blimp that they showed. Oh yeah, was show. that the, the Stratus one? Yeah, I think I'd take the Stratus blimp. That'd, that'd be the one thing I'd take.
1: <laughs> that was some shitty camera work too. It's like, look at what we got up there. Where's that at? Oh, that's in the that's up in the top of the Hartford Civic Center.
0: <laughs> it was like stuck floating me. around. You know, like when you were like... And the resolution
1: was terrible.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I'd take this red the next flip. All like, right. Give me that art. Give it... No, you want it before comma melted it down,
1: though, I'd assume. Mm. Yeah, i assume. Yeah, I want it before. I, I want to uh, be able to take the top off and have the, the, the big, powerful strobe light. Put some candy in there. No. Like a, <laughs> Maybe like some snacks and popcorn. Co- some some popcorn. cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to New Orleans and pour like a margarita with a big old straw. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a good Just one. don't clean don't it like like the old bowler shoe. Like if you if you lose, you drink the beer out of the shoe. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, at you least never... it, at least it was when I watched uh, Married with Children.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I never <laughs> drank out of a shoe. Have you?
1: No. What's the weirdest thing you've drank out of? Um, I was drunk and I drank out of a. It was like a, a bar. I forgot what it was called. It was. <clears throat> I don't know. Dishwater? It, it was something nasty, nasty sound. No, that's the
0: worst thing you've drank. What have you drank out,
1: oh, out of? Oh, I and mean, drank out of.
0: It's the weirdest thing. I don't know. Yeah. I've drank out of a like a Viking horn once. Okay. At a wedding. That was fun. Like, I still like have the a real one. one? I don't know. Maybe it's in my basement, <laughs> so I still have it.
1: <laughs> still have it. But. The weirdest thing I drink out of. I don't know. You're just a regular guy. Yeah. Reg- yeah. Regular guy. I just like my, my mugs, my glasses, my cups. Keeping it classy. Mm-hmm. Right. Shot glasses. All right. Well, this was fun to look back at me 11. What? <laughs> <laughs> Navels. I guess a navel. You've done a body shot? Well, not on me. Well, yeah, I've had a body shot off of a
0: a young lady. Those can't be things anymore, right? Post COVID
1: world, that's not a thing anymore. Who knows? These bars are reckless. People <laughs> they they are don't gross. give a shit. People they, are they were gross. the first ones to say, You don't need to wear a mask in here. <laughs> 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 come, come drink and get drunk. When you're, exactly. When you're drinking, you don't need to wear a mask. So people just walk in with no mask.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, this is an awkward transition, but I want to thank everybody who donated to my St. Baldrick's cause that I did a couple weeks ago. We ended up over $1,000, so I really, really appreciate it. And even if any amount you gave was awesome. Some people gave, you know, like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, a couple of dollars here, a couple dollars there. It all added up, and I really, really want to thank everyone. And you went, Eric and our friend Jeff came out as well. So we had a good time at the St. Baldrick's Day event. Uh, a bunch of money was donated and raised for a great, great cause, and it was great. And I'll probably go again. Next. I probably won't shave my head again in this year because I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep the – the crew cut look or whatever going forward but um, I'll definitely go out and donate again so thank you so much everyone that donated uh, You, you've, even you and your fiance came out so that was probably
1: a yeah, fun time yeah we sure for did everybody. and so. <clears throat> she regretted she's like oh I wish I brought cash because we didn't know there was going to be all those tables with donations yeah. from yeah. know, local companies and whatnot. and yeah and you got a $100 Barbie
0: basically yeah I, I was planning on donating anyway to one of the it was this, they were silent auctions but you could do like a buy it now price yeah and my plan was, all right, I'm going to donate a hundred bucks today. And the buy it now price on one of the baskets was a hundred because my little three-year-old saw the, like this rainbow Barbie and she really, really wanted it. I was like, all right, I'll just buy this right now. And like, you would have thought I gave these people like solid, like <laughs> the like, people are shaking my hand. I'm like, guys, it's not a big deal. Like it's, I appreciate it, but we're all here to raise money. So they put you up on their shoulders. They're like, Steve, 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 No, they did not Steve. do that. They did not do that. Oh, but. Okay. But it was, it was a great cause. So thank you everyone for coming, for donating. And thanks for you and Jeff for coming out. It was a really good time. And I'm glad we all got to go and got to do it. Um, I want to thank all of our podcast buddies as well. Our friends over at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Scott and Jeff do a show every week. It's crazy they're able to do a show every week. So go follow them at Fully Posable. Jeff and I are going to WrestleMania this year. That's finally finalized this week. So we'll be doing that. So follow at Fully Posable. Follow our friends, Joe. And Quinn over at the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast at OVP Podcast. I'm a proud Patreon member for fun retro wrestling. I also stole Joe's Bret Hart old man impression. So go follow them for that uh, fun as well. And then follow our friends at the Doing The Favor Podcast. Curious what their thoughts are going to be on this new Baker Mayfield news where he basically gave a good buy letter before being traded officially. So that'll be fun. Because Where'd about, go? I don't know yet. Nowhere yet. Oh, okay. He hasn't been traded yet. So go follow them at doing the favor. Also, they do uh retro or retro wrestling. Watch alongs current wrestling stuff, merchandise, all that at doing the favor. the breaker and bane power hour, as well as breaker side project. You know what's fake, right? Uh I think we've seen Breaker in Dallas as well, because he's somewhat local to the area. So we've seen him out there. Uh, and follow our friends over at the Ringside Podcast, Daniel Spencer, host over there. And he will he's pretty busy many week. He's a ref, so he's booked. He's pal. so go follow them at the Ringside Podcast. Uh, Justin Summers at the Wrestling Cheers Podcast. He's thinking about winding down that show, so if that's the case, kudos to you for having a show for five years, that particular show, and uh, go follow them for more fun at Wrestling Cheers. I always forget people on this show. I always forget the podcast stuff. Uh, Lee from the Raws Nitro Podcast, Um, he's a good friend of ours and done a show with us a few times, so go follow him. And I think that's all. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone you'll get him I'm next sorry. week I'll get him next week but thank you again everyone for uh, following along with us and following our podcast buddies and also uh, thank you for everyone that listens and I know sometimes I forget that uh, people listen that don't always necessarily interact with us online or Twitter because yeah. I'll get like a I'll text someone offline about something, like, and I'll mention something like, "Oh yeah, I heard on your show this week you were talking about." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah people that's, that's exist outside nice. outside of Twitter." So, mm-hmm. uh, appreciate each and every one of you that listens to us, and we like I said, the goal is to keep doing shows near the end of the week as much as possible. We were going to do a show last week. We had a streak going there for a few weeks in we did, row. We did, we did. But kids get sick. Things happen. You know, yeah. you were talking about the sh- before the show. You've got some personal stuff going on. So, we will keep it going. Keep it positive and keep it fun,
1: Eric. Anything else before we close for the week? No, you mentioned how you, you don't realize like who listens. Um, there was some, somebody was selling, I think it might have been uh, the Godfather or something like that. And I was I was pricing Godfather because it just came up like, oh, I really want the Godfather because I was watching yeah. some old WrestleMania stuff. Like, man, he was really like integral part of the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. So I'm on eBay, I'm on Mercari, I'm looking at Facebook Marketplace, whatever, and then I'm just scrolling through Twitter and I see this guy's like selling uh, Godfather. For like 30 bucks ship I'm like oh that's uh-huh. a great deal <laughs> because the other shit was like 40 dollars 45 dollars. Uh-huh. so i messaged him and we we're kind of answering questions back and forth he's like oh i didn't oh you're the you're the guy from the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm like yeah it's <laughs> like oh I that's, listen. Me. <laughs> I'm like, that's me that's <laughs> me so he's like oh yeah you know good job and i'm like oh okay thanks you know so it's just, appreciate you yeah and i don't even know him he was i mean i guess we follow each other on twitter because that's how i saw yeah. stuff so i'm like oh that's pretty cool
0: yeah, it's awesome stuff, and we, you know, made friends with people. We've met a few people over mm-hmm. the years and stuff. So hopefully, those continue. And uh, if everybody wants to come out here for Memorial Day weekend, we're going to do a watching po- watch party for Double or Nothing in the gazebo, hey, weather permitting. There we so. Go. It was warm today here in Chicago. It was like seventy degrees, and it's such a tease because this weekend is going to be like forty again. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, I was outside with my kids. I'm like, go what? Like, what should we do? I'm like, I don't know. Cut the grass. Ch- do <laughs> go, go well, the grass. Go do something. Well, the grass is still the grass is still kind of muddy. So I was like, just go draw chalk on the driveway mm-hmm. type of thing. So yeah. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Eric, thanks for joining and talking about WrestleMania 11, and everyone else. We will. See you next week. not